Moon Podcast Escalation! everyone my name is jordan d white my name is chris sims and this is sailor business it's the podcast where we sit down each and every week and watch jordan I mean, the classic 1992 sailor moon anime well i'm and, going to watch it as we right now we're going to sit down and watch it it's perfect and talk about just why it is that we love it so much and this week i have a question for you me well, for everyone okay good what is online That's right, everybody. We are watching episode 151 of Sailor Moon Supers, which is called True Power Explodes, Ami's Melody of the Heart. It's an Ami spotlight. It's a weird Ami spotlight. And to help us talk about it, we have invited back a very special guest. Betty Fillon is back on the show, an all-time Hall of Famer <laughs> here on Sailor Business. Betty, welcome back. Our How first are you? Guest, right? Good. Yeah. No, I wasn't the first, but I was like in the first not? Oh, like okay. couple batches of... Juliet was our oh, first. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Juliet. <laughs> might have been our first repeat guest, actually. I'm 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 definitely am I the most frequent like like repeat guest at this uh, point? Let's see. I mean Shannon I'm sure you've had or Allison. There's been a lot of episodes I haven't let that that have just passed since the last time I was on. You are our second guest. So you were on episodes three and four. Yes. Uh, or, or, no, you were on uh, episodes four and five. Okay. You were on episodes 10 and 11. Okay. <laughs> you were on the Usagi's birthday special 2015. Oh, yeah. You were Did on you... episodes 69, nice, and 70. <laughs> uh, you were on Usagi's birthday 2016. Oh, really? <laughs> and it's been, that's it. Oh, my It's been God. since 2016 that you've been on the show. So how many is that? That's like... Uh, is that six, seven? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Eight episodes. This is your ninth appearance on Sailor Biz. Wow. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, yeah, I'm glad to be back. Um, I can't I wait to talk moves, about though. why. Not, not not number one. Oh. Oh. Shannon Maynard has you beat. Well, that's fair. <laughs> She's been on, let's see, one. A lot. And... <laughs> 11 times wow well good you know what that's i i pass on the crown a while ago i guess our torch <laughs> i guess not crown a i guess a torch tiara. a tiara yeah i passed the tiara on to her without even my There's knowledge a long time ago yeah i mean that's also it's, it's fine it's fine <laughs> you got two more right now and then you know yeah. There's a whole future. i mean there's there's all Don't sailor stars and i i definitely want to talk about that eventually so yeah. If we had if we had had it together enough to do birthday specials the last two years, you would <laughs> you would be tired. You would be tired. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I I do think of you guys every time June thirtieth comes around. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It is our special day. It's a great day. It's a it should be a national holiday, but it's not. But anyway, thank you for having me on again. Um, I'm really excited to talk about this episode, and because a lot of weird stuff happens that. I kind of weirdly like 
but it's but we'll discuss that later. Man, I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. I was going to ask if there were any recent Sailor Moon developments in Betty's life, as we usually do on the show, but I did say I was going to drag Jordan right here at the beginning. <laughs> uh, for what? Hey, uh, I watched the episode. Betty, did you watch the episode? Yeah, I watched the episode like two hours ago. Hey, Jord? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you watch the episode? <gasps> oh, totally. Jordan? Man, you know, it's this Amy episode where she has this song from her heart. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, Jordan didn't watch the episode, everybody. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I'm pretty sure that happened to me once. Wait, really? <laughs> I don't remember. I, I, Did you not tell us? I No, I remember telling you on the show. I might have remembered more about it as it went on, but we started an episode and I was like, hang on, I do not know if I've seen this. <laughs> <laughs> it was towards the end of, uh, of S, actually. That's funny. I yeah. don't remember. Um, so everything that you're about to hear is going to be new to Jordan, who will be discovering all of this episode's wacky adventures <laughs> as we watch. <laughs> no, it's like the, I, I totally I've totally seen the episode uh, at the beginning. Uh, Zirconia is like Amazonas Quartet. Get get on this. I love that we're going to get you describing the episode in real time for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> no no i'm just saying the amazon quartet and they send one of the girls out and she like targets somebody it's great Uh Um, Uh uh-huh uh-huh they obviously sailor moon shows up then uh uh, sailor mercury i mean shows up first obviously (laughs) two great guesses and this like thing comes out of the shadow what uh sailor moon developments have happened recently in your life if any well i realized the last few times that i've been on that i wanted to talk about sailor moon drops the iphone game Mm -hmm. but because we've never discussed this and it's been a game i've been playing for the last like few years like you're on it chris I'm on it, but I haven't touched it in a long time. Yeah, like it's been at least a year because it's the first hour of my day. If I yeah, do. yeah, no, totally. It's very addictive. I love it. Um, and it was something that I meant to mention back in 2016, probably. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but I yeah, uh, they just had a mission. Like you can get couples characters together, and they do a, a combination attack um when you activate it so they had like a fancy sailor moon tuxedo mask pairing that i was trying to get but because of the convention this past weekend i was at fan expo boston um i didn't complete all the the missions in time so i didn't get that one but it's relevant to this episode because uh the new mission is to get um the the new soup uh it was like one of the new the the later versions of sailor mercury where she has the the power-ups and stuff but i can't remember which one because i think they've released a couple anyway i just wanted to acknowledge on the sailor moon podcast that i love sailor moon drops and it's a little belated and i still love it it's great I was not good enough at it to like play. It's it. well, like because it's basically like Bejeweled. Not actually, no, not Bejeweled. It's like Candy Crush, apparently. Like it's the same exact mechanisms, but I've never played Candy Crush. And all the other games I play, like they're easier puzzle games. But this is actually kind of a like Sailor Moon drops. Sometimes they have a level that I'm like, I need to use other power up gems to in order to pass those levels. I will tell you, I that. <sighs> That is a mechanic I couldn't get into. Because, like, 
I think what you're referring to, correct me if I'm wrong, is the thing where you don't, you can't just play. You have to play, and then you have to have, like you said, power ups, like things that you like bring in or hit or whatever. Yeah, or or, or like purchase right. within in game money and stuff. Yeah, oh, or, or you win them, like you know, if you complete other missions and stuff. I just wanted to, I, if I'm playing a puzzle game, I just want to play it. Like, I don't want to. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's why I take breaks from Sailor Moon drops because it just gets really frustrating and I can't finish it. And then I get really bummed if I don't, if I miss out on a character. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't want to play this. But, but I'm back into playing again. And it's great. It's, like, it's if, fun. If I remember, do you still, because for a while I was playing um, Marvel Sum Sum. Game. oh yeah 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 and again like i liked the part where i was playing puzzles but then they kept doing the thing where it's like you have to level up your characters and i was like i i, I don't want to do that <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah you, you have to do the same thing you use the yeah, yeah. the silver crystal to level everyone up and yeah like i i would get annoyed at i guess like i would get bummed out if i you know, missed out on a, on a feature or a character or an event. And then I'm like, Oh, well, why bother? Why do I still want to play this? If I missed out <laughs> on one, you know? Sure. Um, so, so yeah. Chris, I remember, I remember Sailor Moon Drop spoiling parts of the show for you. Well, I know about the princess Kaguya stuff in one of the movies. <laughs> because it was a, oh, Sailor Moon Drops event. I still have Sailor Moon Drops and Marvel Puzzle Quest on my phone. But I have not, like, and I keep them updated just in case, (laughs) but I have not touched them because literally I would wake up, grab my phone off the nightstand, uh, you know, check my email because that's the healthiest thing you can do first thing in the morning. (laughs) Oh, you mean like checking Twitter mentions? Yeah. Yeah. It's so healthy. And does not cause anxiety at all. Yeah. Um, I like to treat my Twitter feed as if it's like the news where I have to look at it in the more beginning of the day it's it's great it may definitely it definitely makes me feel better and not tense at all isn't it great to just get everything awful that's happening all the time just in your face like blasted into your brain 24 7 isn't it awesome um but yeah after i finished that then it would be like marvel puzzle quest until all of my heroes were exhausted and then Sailor Moon drops until I couldn't play that anymore. And then back to that. And then I'm like, oh, it's three o'clock. I haven't written. (laughs) Yeah. It is a a bad, it's, I I have a bad personality for uh, match three puzzle games. Yeah. Like for me, what I would do is uh, the reverse where it's Sailor Moon drops is the last thing I do before I go to bed. So usually I'll like be falling asleep with like the puzzle still in my hand, but I'll like, and then I wake up and I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. I'll just put this down. But other times (laughs) I'll just be like anxiously playing until I get the, you know, whatever I need, like the next level or whatever, you know, like it might not even be an event. I just try to level it to the next thing, you know? So I, I don't, think it's good to have the phone like like to play a phone puzzle game at the beginning of the day or at the end no i kind of think it's kind of a nice wake up like kind of like doing the crossword in the beginning of a day you know the crossword ends is the thing that's true (laughs) yeah yeah uh sailor moon drops is just a crossword that never ends i went through a thing like a year and a half ago where i started doing the new york times crosswords every morning and then eventually I went, 
I don't know why I'm doing this. I stopped. <laughs> I love doing crosswords. <laughs> when I was up in, in Minneapolis, uh, I would uh, occasionally go work at a co-working space with some of my editors for uh, a website that I write for because they were really great. Uh, it was great to like be able to go somewhere and focus on work while all that stuff was going on. And then uh, we would all walk over to a diner to get lunch. Hmm. And I would just take the crossword. And I realize now that it is very antisocial, but like I was also sitting across from a, those dudes at a table for eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sitting there at the bar of a diner uh, doing the crossword while I waited on my biscuits and gravy. Because uh, they were the good biscuits and gravy that you could get in Minneapolis sure. if you are a southerner at heart like I am. <laughs> that sounds great <laughs> but yeah like it's when uh, when all three when i was playing all three of uh sailor moon drops marvel puzzle quest and pokemon shuffle like that was like i could not do anything else i forgot about pokemon shuffle and that was also in my in my routine too like i would play Sum Sum, marvel Sum Sum, oh. sailor moon drops and then uh pokemon shuffle and those are my, like, and I would just do the same thing where I would just cycle until I ran out of lives, except for Sum Sum, where you can have a bunch of lives. So double Sum Sum you were playing. I was playing normal Sum Sum. And then I was playing, then I started, I had been playing that for like three years and then they introduced Marvel Sum Sum. Is it, is it different? Is it the same mechanic? It's, it's the same mechanics. I think it's, a, it might be a little bit easier than Marvel Sum Sum, but it's like all Disney characters. And gotcha. Star Wars. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, but I haven't played Marvel Sum Sum. Like, I play specifically normal Sum Sum if I do, but I I have the same, like, character FOMO that I have from Sailor Moon Drops where I'll just stop because I haven't played Sum Sum in, like, years and I miss out on so many characters. And now I'm like, oh, I kind of want those characters. <laughs> And I can't get them. And that's how I feel about Sailor Moon Drops, too, because, like, they just introduced, like, a thing where you can go back. You get you buy a time key and you can go back to an old event and get that character. And you have to play through the event within, like, a, a limited, a shorter time span than it originally was. So um, I, I use that to get some of the characters, but they don't release, like, all of them at once. So I'm just waiting for them to do some of the holiday ones that I missed. And then also... Tuxedo mask and Sailor Moon com- combination <laughs> couple. So yep. yeah, so that's so that's kind of been the most recent Sailor Moon thing that happened in my life. Oh, I thought we were doing mobile mobile gaming business. Sim <laughs> Sim business. Yeah, Sim Sim business. Oh my god, I would totally be on that podcast. I fucking love Sim Sim. They're like dead though, aren't they? Sim Sim. I mean, I didn't. Know, I have noticed every time I like. I don't really go. Like, there's not really that many Disney stores around anymore. But every time I go to the one in like Times Square or the one at the one mall that has a Disney store here, I don't really notice like a big Tsum Tsum setup anymore. Though they it used to be like a section of the store, but they don't really they're not really um they're not really doing that as much anymore. I think also though, they sell them at like Target now. I know, so. but I think I honestly I think that they're selling the back stock. Like I don't think it's a thing anymore. I Yeah, I ha- I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen any new ones. Yeah. I have like all the Star Wars ones and they haven't made a new one for like a year or more. That's yeah, that's a bummer. I think they're still popular in Japan though, so maybe they'll just continue with that. But yeah, that that kind of uh died down a little bit at least. And I definitely have noticed that. Oh, another Sailor oh. Moon thing that happened in my life. So a couple of weeks ago, my one of my best friends from Japan, um, Ray, 
oddly enough, she um, came back to visit and she brought me a bunch of uh, little gifts and she got me, she brought me these really cool like velvet Chelsea boots that have Sailor Moon embroidered on them. Oh. And yeah, and she got me um, another pair of like flat, like ballet flats that have like all the um, senshi uh, symbols on them, like embroidered in gold. It, they're like really luxe looking for geek merchandise. And I feel like that's kind of the advantage of like the Japanese like merch game. And they did a Sailor Moon. My Melody. My Melody is a character from Sanrio. They did like a collaboration. So she got me a bunch of little tchotchkes and stuff. And they're really cute. And I thought of you guys immediately when I found them. Yeah. Well, that's very nice. Uh, I got a really cool Sailor Moon present for my birthday. Oh, yeah? Uh, Former guest of the show and guest of Xena Business, uh, Rebecca Ruland, sent me a framed cross-stitched, like like three little cross-stitches of Usagi's three uh sailor moon uniforms oh. so there's like, uh, like sailor moon super sailor moon and then what i guess eternal sailor moon is the third spoiler. one yeah. <laughs> Spo- spoiler everybody uh so cool just cover up that part of the picture for the rest of the season <laughs> okay i'll go to post it on it it's, it's, it's not yet <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, in, in case you missed it, everybody, the reason that we did not have an episode last week is because it was my birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. What did you do? And why was it Sailor Moon related? Uh, well, I went kayaking. That's as un-Sailor Moon related as you can get. <laughs> yeah, it was it was outside. It was uh, no, it was it was really fun. I went kayaking. Um, there's a. Uh, a tiny little village called Saxbaha near where I live. Uh, it's got like 1,100 people in it, but they're kind of doing a a cool little small town touristy revitalization. And so there's like a really nice restaurant in a former textile mill that we had my birthday dinner at, like a combined dinner for me and Aiden. And we went uh, and then kayaked for the very first time. Nice. Kayaking's super fun, by the way. That's the one where uh, your like legs are inside of the thing like yes is it the one where your legs are inside of the thing yes i i I know exactly what you mean and yes it is okay i've never done that yeah yeah i think you actually might like it it's it's really fun Uh, i've got a bunch of friends recently who've done it uh because it turns out to be like for the two of us to get two kayaks because when i called up uh they asked me if i wanted a tandem kayak and then i was like well i don't know like we're this is our first time ever doing this and it's me and my wife and he was like yeah you're gonna want separate ones can we call the tandem ones divorce boats Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess there's a lot of coordination that would be yeah. involved with with kayaking and i guess like if you're more like if you know what it takes to kayak one boat then you would be more inclined to know what it would take to coordinate with someone else who also knows yeah, I think the the thing you do with the tandem boats is like one person just sits there and reads, and the other person does all the rowing. Yeah, like which I actually wouldn't mind doing. So <laughs> we might try that. No the, brag, no brag. Look, I've been working out super hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was advised by my therapist that I maybe leave the house and throw heavy things around sometimes. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they do. Um, they actually do two. To bring it to vaguely moon related, uh, they do tours at night. They do like guided uh, trips up and down the river 
uh, that are they have like stargazing tours and full moon tours, which sound awesome. And oh, I would love to do that. Isn't that like um uh, didn't Ray go on a date in a in a boat with <laughs> with Mamo Chan? Uh, just a rowboat. Yes. Not a yes, kayak. she did. Yeah. That was not that was a rowboat though. That was not a kayak. Oh yeah. <laughs> so how dare you? <laughs> and and Molly and Melvin went in one too, right? Or am I crazy? Uh, that I have more difficulty remembering. You know what? Probably. Pro- I wouldn't be surprised if that was a suggestion from like Usagi. And then they were like, oh yeah, we'll go on a, on a kayak date. <laughs> now I think I can see <laughs> Jupiter kayaking. Yeah. I don't know about any of the rest of them. I, I bet it'd be a funny moment for the other four. Sure. Sure. <laughs> can you read and kayak at the same time? Oh, I bet I, I bet Amy would try. Well, like I was saying, if you have one person who's strong and can do all the rowing, like say a Sailor Jupiter, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have another person who just wants to sit under a parasol and read, like say a Sailor Mercury, okay. then yeah. All right. All right. So I think that's enough preamble. Would you like to talk about Sailor Moon? <laughs> um, sure. That sounds fun. Jordan, did you get the episode watched? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, I totally watched it. <laughs> no problem. Not a problem. All right, well, this week, we are watching episode 151 of Sailor Moon Supers, which is called True Power Explodes, Ami's Melody of the Heart. Jordan, Mm -hmm. are you prepared for this section of the show? Yes. Okay. Then, by all means, please tell me, uh, do we have a title that was written by H. Reginald Cloverway? Yes. All it right. is a totally different title. Let's see. And you can't tell me if it has anything to do with the episode. <laughs> nope. Um, all right. All right. It. All right. Here's what I'll tell you. It's two words. And they both are connected to the second half of that first title. But it doesn't have any words in common. So it's not like heart song. Not exactly, but th- those those two words are very close. Imagine the la- okay. So the last three words of the title from the heart. Mm-hmm. What is a, what is one word you can say to replace those? Cardiovascular. That's very medical of you. <laughs> That's become more. She emotional. wants to be a doctor, Jordan. This, she didn't name the episode. <laughs> Mister Cloverway did. Uh Jiminy Jillikers. Uh, it starts, I'll tell heart. you, it starts with the word heart, but it's longer than that. Heartfelt? Yes. All right. So, heartfelt. L- melody. Yes. Hey, there we wow. go. Heartfelt melody. There Team we go. Effort, there buddy. we go. Yeah. Yeah. So this episode. Is it? Is it all at all apt? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, yes, it is. Weirdly <laughs> enough, well, I, I said at the beginning that Jordan should just not watch the episode yeah. and see if he believes me and Betty when we talk <laughs> about what happens because it's a, it's, it's not Sailor Moon weird is the thing. It's just weird for these characters. Yeah, it's it's a very odd episode for sure, and I feel like there's a lot of choices that were made that were just thrown in and not really acknowledged at all. Right. So this one was written by Ryota Yamaguchi, uh, directed by Takuya Igarashi, and the animation director was Mari Tominaga. It originally aired on November 4th, 1995. 
Uh-oh. It was just Halloween. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan, do you know when it aired originally in America? I do. October 27th, 2000. It's almost Halloween. (laughs) And yet the episode makes just as much sense before and after Halloween. That's crazy. Yeah. By the way, we are in, in my personal calendar, we are in Halloween season now. That's bananas. Well, it's after my birthday. Yes. Accurate. So the next next thing that happens is Halloween and then it's Christmas. And Um, that's it. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously, you do not ap- appreciate the the working man and the days to celebrate the labor he does. I'm a freelancer, so <laughs> every day is Labor Day for you. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's talk about this episode. We open with Ami in a reverie. We don't get a um. Do we get a like today on Sailor Moon no. section? Because I don't think we do. Yeah. No, I was weirded out. I tried to watch that uh, a minute ago and I was like, what what's going on? There's just leaves falling. What's happening here? Yeah. Instead, we just get Ami in what are leaves, but that I could not figure out for a long time watching this the first time if they were moths and if Ami was just like <laughs> doing <a> Batman begins. <laughs> uh gross. That's disgusting. Yes, it's very disgusting. <laughs> Uh, but no, they are leaves. And she is sitting in front of her laptop with her headphones on and a notebook when she is surprised. It's great because we get a shot of Ami and she like picks up the leaf and then Chibi leans in and is like, what's up, Ami? And then it pulls back and all of the Sailor Scouts are there and she has not noticed. She kind of did what you did during your work breaks with the crossword. She was just listening to her own music with her own friends. <laughs> yep. Wait, 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 wait. You th- does Amy listen to music? Yes. Yes, Jordan. She is listening to music because, as we are soon to find out, that is what she has been doing today. She has a notebook on her desk that everyone picks up and immediately starts rifling through. It's very rude. That is very rude. Yeah. No, that's just live journal. That's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can see her friends locked. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I've never thought of Ami. As listening to music before. Isn't that weird? <laughs> That's because she downloaded some music from online. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on, hold on. You mean like you? you mean like Napster? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's 2000. <laughs> she got a long kazaa. <laughs> She's so like, is... why is this really racist song attributed to Weird Al? That seems weird. <laughs> Uh, for our younger listeners, that was basically the experience of having Kazaa in the year 2000. Anything that was a vaguely parody song was credited to Weird Al, no matter how racist it was. <laughs> so you'd be like, sweet, I've never heard this Weird Al track, and then you'd be very disappointed. <laughs> so she, but so presumably she's not breaking the law and illegally breaking intellectual property rights. No, uh, Ami wouldn't download a car. so she has been listening to this song and uh she's been writing lyrics to this melody that she has downloaded it's an instrumental track because ami has the soul of a poet what yeah this episode ami decides she is first of all she decides she is currently super creative and has always been so what 
Yeah. Well, when do you find out about her dad? <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I'm scared. So, okay. I, the part I'm at right now is them explaining the entire internet. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite part of the entire episode because she mentions getting. I watched this with with Aiden tonight, and she mentioned getting the song online. And Aiden was like, "What's online?" And then, <laughs> and then Usagi. Ten seconds later, Usagi goes, "What's online?" <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> By the way, what's online? It's bad, Usagi. Don't get, don't don't. <laughs> Don't do it. She's still got years of it being delightful before it becomes really terrible. I mean, if you say so. I don't know, man. It's 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 like it's almost Halloween in the year two thousand. That might be that might be the downside. No, no, no. Shaki lives in nineteen ninety five. That's true. She, I guess she can just go look at like uh, what was I looking? I mean, I guess I was just looking for Sailor Moon fan fiction. Yeah, we, we were. We were looking for uh, Sailor Moon web rings. Yes. Yeah. Again, 1995, I was downloading transformation videos all night long for like a 15 second video. That's the thing I really wanted from this episode was for Ami to be like, yeah, I downloaded this, uh, this song. It took 16 hours. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. So I love that Usagi asks, asks what's online. Uh, Minako says online is like, online yeah which is <laughs> mina of all the scouts mina is extremely online yes oh absolutely i she's because again she is she has web rings she she has she's parts of fandoms yeah she she already has like a newsletter an email newsletter <laughs> you know what do you think the scouts email addresses are in 1995 2000 Oh goodness gracious! Uh, we know that Usagi's is Moon Princess four twenty. Well, wait, can, can we let's 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 set the scene? Okay, Chris, what was your email address in two thousand nineteen ninety five? Nope, nope, no thank really. You. Moving on, really? Why is that? Was it? You know, nope. Just it just, was. Uh, I'm super racist. No, what? <laughs> what was yours, Jordan? Um, actually, Chris, you know what mine was. Was it Crackshot with a zero for an O? Yes, Crackshot for zero yeah. for an O at AOL.com, which I still have to this day wow. for that reason. That's Boy. very strong branding. Are you giving the America Online Corporation my former employer's money every month to keep that going? Oh, no, no. Eventually, it stopped. They, the email became free at some point. Okay. But there was a time when I was paying for it, but that was ages ago. Can you remember when you used to pay by the hour to go on the internet? Yeah. I, yeah, dude. I don't. Oh, my God. I don't remember that. Oh, it's obscene. Listen, we had a local ISP that uh, that we had to like drive to and give them a check for twenty two dollars every month. Wow! To get our to get our, uh, I, I think for fifteen it was like like ten hours, and then like for twenty two you could get unlimited. So I could I could get all my gifts of Sailor Moon, <laughs> nice, and nice. all my Xena fanfics. Uh, Betty, what was your email address in 1995 if you don't mind sharing because i do well in 1995 (laughs) i was i was eight or nine okay so i i was you can't you can't get an email unless you're 13 that that's that's the rule (laughs) so um i didn't i didn't have one until i was like maybe like in eighth grade i think uh, now I want to see children with fake IDs that say they're 13. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, I I actually, like, actively listen to the rules whenever, like, 
it's, it would say something like, oh, like, ask your parents uh, if you're 13. Because I remember that was like a whole thing, too. Like, you had to ask your parents, like, if you can go online, like on websites, so they would say that. I listened to the rules. I didn't join it. I didn't have an email until I was 13. And it was, it was, it was some, like, it wasn't an exact spelling because it was too long for the, all the letters in it. But it was like some formation of Hello Kitty Rockstar at Yahoo, <laughs> at yahoo.com. <laughs> and uh, nice. I'll, I'll say, um, I don't remember what exactly my, um, how it was spelt, but I do remember that my first email, like, the question was like, who's your favorite superhero? And I was like, Sailor Moon. <laughs> that nice. was my security question. So, but, but I, that, that's not true now. Aww. I mean, look, I can't choose the obvious answer because I think one of my friends hacked into my email because she knew. <laughs> so, Ooh, that's so, not good. so, so I, uh, I, I changed my answer and changed my question. And, don't I, actually... you, and I don't use Yahoo. So it's fine. My original AOL password was a superhero. <laughs> who? Who was My it? original AOL password, and I did change this, so don't worry about it, guys. I'm so my worried. Original... Hang on, I'm logging in right now. <laughs> it, my original AOL password was Dragon, because I love Savage Dragon. <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh my god. Yeah. Hey, kids out there who are listening, here's, here's the, the hottest tip I can Uh-oh. give you for your future. Lock down an email address that's like your name now. Like oh, get yeah. other emails that are like, uh, God, I don't know what kids are into. Like Fortnite, Fortnite rules, 69420 at, I don't know what email service. I guess everybody's just on Gmail. Yeah, right? everyone's, on, yeah everyone's still on Gmail. You can get Fortnite fan 42069, but also make sure you get your name because eventually you're going to need to be sending out like job applications. But your name is not going to be that like if, unless you're named something really weird, somebody's already got you it. You can get a you can get a reasonably professional email address if you yeah. really put your mind to it. I mean, like you can, you can do like you can do like Chris dot middle name dot Sims or something. You not know? a Gmail. A Gmail, I don't know if you know this, secret about Gmail, the dots are meaningless. Are you serious? Yes. If you have a dot, uh, you, you own the, just the letter combination, and you can put dots anywhere in there, and it'll still go to you. Oh, so okay. That makes sense. We're learning so much today. We're learning so much about online. <laughs> yes. And you can actually use that so that what you, do, what you can do is you can, uh, if, it, if you had Crackshot, let's say, you could put... Uh, sign up for sh- shitty spam things by putting like C dot rack shot and then set up a filter to go anytime anybody sends a thing to that version of it, fucking put that in the trash. I don't want oh, Jordan knows all the hot wow. tips and tricks. Well, here's what you need to do, kids. Uh, buy a domain. Oh, sure. Yes, that, that'll do it. And then you can just get Chris at T-H-E-I-S-B.com. Yeah, that, that's, what I, that's what I did for mine because Betty Fallon was taken on Gmail, so I have bettyfallon.com so i just do mail at betty Fallon. if you want to send me some nice sailor moon gifts i guess to the fans and now we've all said our personal emails on the podcast <laughs> that's not my personal that's, fan, oh. yeah, that's, that's, that's my business email <laughs> who, who are you talking about what fortnite fan 69420 this imaginary person who's who's uh email i'm i'm writing for them yeah and and also they're gonna they're gonna hear this podcast and they're gonna go ahead and buy that domain and they're gonna have fortnite 42069 at 
Fortnite for 2069.com. Wow. Perfect email. I mean, I guess you could do like the ridiculous thing that is like halfway professional where you go like, my email is hello, my name is Jordan D. White at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> but that's annoying. So I don't I got so jealous when I saw somebody's business card one time and it had like their name. Uh, like it was like for for instance, it would be like, you know, Chris at at chrisims.com or whatever, which is not my email. <laughs> and then they had it graphed out with different brackets. So like, oh, you know, chrisims.com was their website. And then like at Chris Sims was their Twitter handle. And I've effed that one up for myself in, in 2008. Yeah. But Twitter's bad and it's a bad website that has given us a bad world. So it doesn't I'm matter. Okay. Any guesses as to the scouts other email addresses, by the way? Oh, we right. got Moon Princess 420 at, at, at Hotmail. I mean, I, so pick the pick the uh, the singer that she was obsessed with that day and put that person's name fan for Venus. NT fan. Oh, for Sailor Venus. Oh, like Alizin fan. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Totally be Alizin's number one fan. Alizin girl with a U. Memoru.chiba at gmail.com. And then he'd have that business card. <laughs> yes, because he is an adult. Yeah. Do you think the cats have emails? Luna was typing on a oh, computer yeah. one time. Oh, yeah. I bet they would. Well, that means Artemis's would be like boss at moonkingdom.org. <laughs> Although, actually, let me tell you. One time, I forget what platform it was. I don't remember if it was Twitter or YouTube or Gmail or what. But I was uh, I was setting up a thing for my cat. <laughs> And oh I actually put in his actual birthday and year, and it was like, nope, rejected. You are too young. <laughs> yeah, see, he needed thirteen. He needed to be thirteen. <laughs> so the, Luna and Artemis, although I guess they're hundreds of years old. I don't know. Depends what year they. That, okay, that's the thing. Usagi is supposed to have like Neo Queen Serenity at MoonKingdom.gov, and she does have that, but she only reads it if it goes to Moon Princess 420. <laughs> is this gonna be a is this gonna be a like server scandal? Oh, because she's using her personal email. <laughs> she's using her personal email for Moon Kingdom business. <laughs> I don't think Usagi conducts any Moon Kingdom business. Let's be awesome. Like awesome? Let's be honest. I want to be awesome. Let's be actually. awesome. So right, we're being awesome. Yeah, we're like one minute into this episode. <laughs> yeah. So everybody talks about uh, uh, like, oh, well, you know, you can get these songs from online. And I wonder what the person who composed it's like. And Ami's like, oh, I just know the initials of their handle, NT. <laughs> so then this is now an episode about meeting someone from online. Mm -hmm. Don't do it, Ami. Is this a catfishing episode? And that was me and my wife. <laughs> NT, NT. I see, like the problem, like I, I want to be like, oh, there must be a villain with those initials, but these girls are too new, and I don't know any of their names. Nephrite yeah. Thomas. Yes. <laughs> Nephrite Thomas. <laughs> Nephrite, Nephrite Thomas Stanton is his full name. <laughs> so, speaking of the new girls, we cut to the massive circus tent that is hovering over that they know that they now know has evil people in it. Oh, the good guys do. Yeah, they absolutely yes. do. You're right. They they now know this is the this is where the evil lies. I mean, do they though? And I ask not because they should, but do they? Because they're kind of Jordan. Dead. They literally watched them perform. 
I know. And then were assaulted by them. Yeah. And not the bad five guy, minutes later. Watch Sailor Chibi Moon call Pegasus every day. Yeah. Oh, also, also, these girls, the, the Amazonas Quartet, also watched the Scouts transform. That's also true. You're right. <laughs> Everybody should no know secrets. everything at this point. <laughs> We've got 15 more episodes in this season. <laughs> okay. So they're torturing an eyeball. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're trying to really eat it. Messing with old old Zircon. Zir- what's Zircon? the name of the eyeball? Zircon? Zircon, yeah. Really messing with him. It. You called it a him. You've got me doing it now. You've got me doing it. It. And uh them. <laughs> messing with the eyeball. It, the eyeball can be an it, right? Like that's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's like how a dog is in it, until you know the dog's preferred gender. Is that true? Oh, interesting. I guess. I mean, like, I like. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't you really use pronouns for dogs. It's just like dog, dog and good dog, yeah. and sometimes big dog if it's a big dog, and then sometimes if it is a big dog, I then call it a Roman Reigns. When it's when I see big dogs walking on the street, I call them beasts of burden. Uh, Aiden and I, when we're driving and we see a dog, we will say the word dog to alert the other person. <laughs> then the other person confirms by also saying the word dog. And the first person will evaluate the dog by saying, like, big dog or good dog. Nice. I, I'm like, so, so we've at this point, we've only had one full episode with the Amazonist trio in it. I'm sorry, quartet. I mean, duh. Amazonist quartet in it. And. I am not used to how boob heavy they are. <laughs> they are they are very heavy in boob. Yeah, it just freaked me out. Like all of a sudden we're in a scene of them like jumping around and it's like, oh my goodness, this is this has become the boob show. Like when did that happen? I feel like the last episode being an Ikuhara episode has really set the tone for these <laughs> these characters. Cause yeah, we get a lot of like there's a lot of like there's a lot of angles being worked in this one, I guess, is the way to put it. But yeah. Even when they're just standing around, they're standing around in very small bikini tops, except for one of them. It's like Marvel Swimsuit Special 95 in here. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing that we're kind of not used to is when Madame Zaconia shows up and goes, hey, could you guys please go do your jobs? <laughs> could you please... <laughs> Go find the gold mirror. Uh, we, I, I realize we will be here for another fourteen episodes, but I would like to get this moving. They're like, "Hey, fuck off, Madam Zirconia!" <laughs> and it looks like she gives them a picture that is blurry, blurry and out of focus, and you can't tell who it is. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Here's my psychic prediction, guys, to prove that psychics are real. That's NT, isn't it? I don't know. You'll just have to wait and see. We'll what kind it. of coincidence would that be? Now, that would be a pretty crazy coincidence. So never mind. That's ridiculous. So the trio hung out in the bar. The quartet hangs out in their weird ghost massage room. <laughs> this is so weird. They work some like Photoshop magic on this picture. Oh, and zoom and enhance. Yeah, they, they zoom and enhance <laughs> on this one. Uh, but what they do is. They spin the picture around until it makes music and figure out that it must be a picture of a musician. That's not how anything works. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. So uh, Vesves, who is the red one, uh, gets sent out because she is the one who broke 
uh, Zircon. And so she's got to find a musician in Tokyo. Oh, well, that's not going to happen. Oh, which wait, is fine, wait. Because there's like 16 people who live there. No, no, so. we know. We know the musician in Tokyo. He plays at like jazz bars where you have to be a cool musician to get in. Oh, that's right. You, you do have to transform into a cool musician. He's, he's not a rainy day man. What's his deal? What's no, he, he's in love with his producer. And uh, he did a thing yeah, about a moonlight. Uh, something about the rain, though. Yeah, it was a rainy day man. I would think it was a rainy day man, but it's not. No. All right, you ready for this episode to take a turn? It, ha- it, I guess I am. Okay, we cut to Ami's apartment where she lives with her mom, okay. the doctor. Ami gets a package in the mail. You know, her regular delivery from her dad. Wh- what? Yeah, yeah, she gets a package from her dad, who is like fucking Gobo's dad from Fraggle Rock. <laughs> He is traveling. That wasn't his dad. It was like his uncle or something. His uncle. Yeah. Oh, are you saying that's a lie? It was really his dad? Look, Fraggle Rock is complicated. But no, thank you for (laughs) saving me from getting multiple emails clarifying (laughs) the events of Fraggle Rock, which is exactly what would have happened. Uh, Wait. Her dad is traveling around the world, and he never writes letters. He just sends her charcoal sketches. (laughs) He never writes one word. He just he just draws mountainscapes. This is insane. Yeah. I mean, sure, it's pretty. I have been led to believe that Ami's dad was dead. From that might be just a thing I assumed because we're 151 episodes into the show and this is the first time hearing of her having I, a dad. You know what? I think that's I think this is just your Batman coming out because <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure you've assumed every parent in the show is dead. And been proven wrong, like, slowly but surely well, throughout the well, series. No, 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 We know Ray's parents are dead. No, no, we don't know that. In fact, we got a very interesting actually, letter. You're right, we actually don't know we that. We got a very interesting letter suggesting that her father is in politics. Oh. That's true, we did. We know that Mina has at least a mom. That she hates. <laughs> that she hates. <laughs> uh, Usagi's got uh, Kinji and Akuko. Yes. So, and a, a fake sister from the future, and a brother. Yes. Uh, Makoto's an orphan, for sure. That is she lives alone. accurate. That we, I'm pretty sure, know. And Mamo's an orphan. Mamo's an orphan. and Because his parents died in a car accident. And Uranus is an orphan? Neptune's family's rich. And we propose that they own a cruise line, but we don't know they that. They may or may not own a cruise line. <laughs> Uranus is rich, parent status unknown. <laughs> All right, so the point is, she's got a dad that we never knew about until right now. She's never mentioned her dad. Yeah, and this dad is creative, which then inspires her to be like, "Oh, this is this is in in my in my blood." Like to be, I have dad's artist blood in me. Yeah, and then she's like, "You know, I I can write this song. I'm just going to channel." The feelings I get from when I see my dad's creativity sent to me and use that to write lyrics for the song that isn't mine. This is what I'm going to do. Like, I'm just going to start sending in charcoal sketches and and hope that hits my deadlines. I'm never going to write a word. No, you're not. But these pictures will give you the. We don't hire uh, you as an artist. So, no. (laughs) Rejected. First of all, 
How dare you? As a fine artist of penciling or inking. Yes, writers are artists too. I understand. Very rude. Very rude. (laughs) Uh, So the next day at uh, Fruit Parlor Crown, uh, everyone's having a a crisp, refreshing melon soda. Hey, Ray's, Ray's having a coffee. Ray, Ray is having a comedy. Ray's also being like, uh, you don't understand these lyrics, Usagi. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's <laughs> reverting back to season one Ray uh, with her evaluation. Because Ray, as we know, is a musician. Yeah, she's a songwriter. She Absolutely. Yeah. So, I want, so I'm surprised that she's, is she encouraging Ami? Because I'm surprised she's not like, okay, Ami, that's cute that you think you can write songs. <laughs> Um, I think I think it's more like, well, they all read the lyrics and they're like, wow, these are really, really heartfelt and amazing. Ami, I can't believe you did this. But Ray was just using that moment to just be like, Usagi, like Usagi was reading the lyrics before she read them, it seemed. And I think she was like, you wouldn't understand this. I think they're arguing over who can give Ami better songwriting advice. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to imagine lyrics to a song that Usagi wrote and it's terrible. <laughs> It's probably about how your thoughts are are about to freak out. <laughs> no, goes, she's not clever enough. Moonlight. That's that's more like midnight. So so Ami is going home, but she hears that beautiful, beautiful song coming from a piano bar. I guess. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Where there's a dude in a tux, like a full-on tux, playing the piano. You say that like it's unusual to see a dude in a tux on this show, like we do almost every week. No, it's not unusual in... Well, first of all, (laughs) he is unusual. He's very unusual. that is weird. (laughs) Second of all, you see tuxes more often in this show than you do in real life, unless you are a professional... I don't even know what. A piano man? (laughs) No, I I I don't think most piano players in bars wear tuxes, do you? I don't know, I... Billy Joel is not wearing a tux in that song. He, how do you know? I can see him in my mind. <laughs> if we, okay, if we don't know who's an orphan, then you don't know that the piano man in the song Piano Man is wearing, not wearing a tux. <laughs> okay, let me, let me think of the lyrics. Uh, uh, when uh, I wore a younger man's clothes. Is yeah, it not so, a younger man's clothes could be a tux? No, first of all, if, if a younger man's clothes were the tux, he's not wearing them now. Also, um, I, know. I know it's not... A tuxedo, but he is wearing a suit in the music video. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Deal with it, <laughs> Jord. Well, this guy's not wearing a suit. He's wearing a tuxedo. It's. I think it's meant to be black, but it's a little blue, right? I can't tell if it's a blue tux or a black tux. You know, I'm a little blue, too. Aww. And it's also weird that he's wearing a blue tux because when you get a look at the patrons, it's a relatively casual place. Nobody's yeah. wearing tuxes. Also, it's like the middle of the day. Yes, also <laughs> it's true. the middle of the day. And Vesves is there. But this place is full. Yeah. And Vesves is there watching. And we're only 10 minutes into the episode, but that gives us our act break. Oh, I didn't do the music cue earlier for uh, getting into the show. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Jake, sorry, buddy. You can drop that in. That'd be great. Anyway, uh, that brings us to our act break. Hey, Jordan. Yes. You know, I did just celebrate my birthday. Oh, week. great. So you're not. What'd you get me? You've got. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's what I thought. <sighs> well, I got that's you. That's what I thought. No, I can't think of anything live yep. fast enough. I got you some work. 
already had. Yeah. It was just an early birthday present. <laughs> you could give me more. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Uh, but you know who gives us a gift every single month? I do. It's our patrons on Patreon. Correct. They are our favorite people involved in this show. <laughs> yes, that is that is true. I don't know. I like Jake. Yeah, Jake's pretty great. Oh, thanks. Uh, and also, can I tell you, you're saying you like Jake. Your behavior doesn't make his life any easier. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I'll cop for that. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. But Jordan, how exactly can our patrons go about supporting the show? All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash sailor business. And that's just in case you don't know Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. It's a great site where you could support artists and creators and people making stuff that you are a fan of, like our podcast. You could support us for as little as one single solitary dollar a month or as much as $60,000 per month. And so far, only one person has gone to $60,000, give or take one or two. And But I think we could use more. No one has gone to $60,000. So I was give or take. I yeah, margin of error was 100% on that one, <laughs> buddy. But yes, uh, you can join the ranks of people like Carlos. Carlos, we appreciate your help. And Matthew. Matthew, thank you for supporting us. And don't throw it away for Han, which is a very long name on Patreon. Don't throw it away for Han. We thank you. Tanzura. Tanzura, thank you so much for being a fan. Rob W. Rob W. Thank you as well. And Team Rocket Bits. Team Rocket Bits? You heard me. Wow. Well, thank you, Team Rocket Bits. That is a lot of new patrons, and we appreciate every single one of you helping us out. Yeah, it really does uh, help us get the show done and pay for things like hosting. And I'm going to need a microphone soon. So, <laughs> do you think it, Do you think that... There would, we would get more uh, patrons if we didn't call our fans trash piles all the time. You know, the thought has occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> but we're the rubbish for you trash piles. Yeah, it's, it requires some explaining, <laughs> is the thing. Uh, while we're here in the act break, I do want to talk about uh, an email that I got this week. Uh, it is one that I forwarded to you, Jordan, because I thought it was an important thing for us to talk about, especially as we're going into stars. Uh, we got an email from someone who uh, wrote us in good faith, uh, just mentioning that we haven't always been the best at talking about certain gender issues. Uh, that is a thing that obviously we care about a lot here on the show, and I know that we don't have a great track record of it in the past. Uh, we we messed that one up. I feel like I have not gone back to listen to the episode where we introduced Fisheye and Madame Zirconia, but I feel like I would probably not enjoy sections of that episode purely because of me. Uh, but I did want to say those are things that we we do try to deal with. And Sailor Moon in particular is really complicated, I think, for us because it comes from uh, it, it is originates in a culture that we're not entirely familiar with and is then filtered through the four or five lenses before it gets to us with changes that were made for the Deke dub and the Cloverway dub. And just because it's complex and complicated, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try to do the best job that we can. So uh, if you 
want to write in about that. And I, I, we've had people write in and uh, explain certain cultural references, explain uh, differences in the way characters have been portrayed in various places that I found really interesting. And we've had people write in and just be like, hey, you guys said something wrong. And uh, that is something that I always welcome on this show. And as we're going into stars, I don't know what we're getting into, but I have been told enough to know that uh, we are absolutely going to try and do uh, better at that than we have in the past. So I wanted to thank the person who sent in that email, especially because they wrote in with the assumption that we are trying. And I do appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, thanks a lot yeah. on that. I mean, it's a complicated issue. And I, to speak for myself solely, it's one that I have never really experienced in my life for myself. And then, uh, yes, absolutely have run into trouble. And I don't, and I am trying to do better across the board. I, I, it's not something that I spend a lot of time thinking about before. And I understand that it's a big part of people's lives and identities. And I want to respect and honor that. And so if I do something wrong, I, I, I'm very, I really am sorry. And I, I do want to do the right thing. Yeah. And I think we both really want this show to be uh, as inclusive as we can. Like that is a big goal of this. We have been lucky enough to make a ton of friends in Sailor Moon fandom that love the show as much or more than we do. And we want that to be, we want this to be a place where people can come and have fun with the show like we do. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, thanks for writing in about that. And uh, thanks for, for keeping us honest as we go forward. Jordan, do you want to do a Twitter question before we dive back into it? Oh, goodness. Uh, I didn't think we were going to, so I didn't have one prepared. Okay, well, we don't have to. We yeah, can just get back into it. Let's get back into it. All right. So with that, let's get back into the show. Is the eye catch very loud to you this week? No, it's normal. Okay, it's very loud in my headphones. I'm sorry. It's look, not your fault. If anybody, it's me. So we come back from the act break, and what I'm seeing is this dude who was wearing the blue tuxedo is now, I don't want to say sneaking out the back of the club, but he's walking out the back of the club, having put on a whole nother outfit. But, like, first of all, which is also, like, not entirely unformal, but not a tuxedo. It's a turtleneck and a suit jacket and a headband. And a headband. Well, he played hard, man. He was getting sweaty. That's true. <laughs> but, but I guess what I weirded out by, by that is that he, I guess, leaves a tuxedo at the club that he changes into for work and then changes back into a turtleneck and a suit jacket to go home casually. Yeah, it's his work uniform. Oh, so you think the, the 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 restaurant is like if you're playing piano here, you're wearing a tux, and we've got one in the back. I I mean, I think so. Okay, all right. He's probably got a locker back there. All right, where he hangs up his fashion headband. <laughs> it's a bright red headband. It's pretty ridiculous. It is bananas. He is approached by Ami, who is surrounded by the rest of the scouts. <laughs> So Ami comes up to him and is like, hey, I heard your song online and like, uh, it's amazing and I love it. And like, I wrote some lyrics to it. And of course, the first thing I'm thinking is like, obviously, it's a very different world. It's 1995. So most people aren't online. I feel like the most likely thing now would be like, 
no, man, I heard that song online too. And I just learned to play it. Like I'm just a guy playing the piano. You found the lyrics video on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there can't be a lyrics video. No, there's no lyrics. Avi's going to make him a lyrics video. Yeah. <laughs> well, except that in, again, in 1995, you have to download it for like 24 hours. So, so he is thrilled that Ami has written lyrics. Uh, Cause you know, that, that's, that's like being a comics creator and getting the first person who shows up at your table at a con in cosplay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Which to date, no Jubilees have ever stopped. <laughs> at my table. You didn't actually create Jubilee. I don't think. I didn't create Jubilee. But I, we, we wrote a, we're like, Hey, we love Jubilee. We got her in this comic. <laughs> I don't, nope. you know, now that, I think, now that I think about it, the last time I was Jubilee, I don't think I actually went to your to your table at Heroes Gone. Wow. <laughs> wow. Not, not as a diss. I think I was just busy. No, as a diss. <laughs> yeah, as a diss. You were like, I, I only <laughs> go to the creators who handle Jubilee well. <laughs> oh, uh, so his name is Nishino Toshiyuki, and uh, therefore NT. Oh, what a what a crazy code. That, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's well, it's it's Nishino Tokiyuki with a zero for an O. Oh, perfect. Yeah, at at rocketmail.com. <laughs> perfect. Uh, and he says he's seen Ami's name online a lot. Yeah, he he recognized her by name alone via pres- presumably through the message board. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. So he's got like a communications thing on his site for like, like a like a for fandom of NT fandom. Well, Sign my guestbook, dude. <laughs> no, listen. Th- like I remember again. I was in chat rooms and stuff back then. Like you know, yeah. There was a what, like a random John Lennon chat room that I used to go to on, on the internet. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I like the Beatles. What can I say? Yeah, but like he's he's fourth out of four. He might be what? fifth out of fifth after Pete does. Get out of here with that shit. Number, look, look. Number one, George. We all know. What? Number two, strong number two, Paul. Number three, Ringo. Number four, distant fourth, John. Just because he killed a guy with a boot one time? Did he? I, I didn't know, even supposedly. know that. Can we move on, please? Okay. Betty, you were saying about uh, early websites. Oh, uh, well, well, what... Um, what they were saying earlier in the episode when they're explaining online to 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 Sagi, um, I think like Mina Minako had said something like, "Oh yeah, like it's a place where a lot of people can share ideas and and projects and creative things that they're doing." So I think like I don't know if Amy or um, or NT actually explicitly mentioned this, but I feel like there was some kind of mention of the fact that they recognized each other from the same message board where he probably posted his, his music or something, you know, that's just what I presume. Well, he asks if she, he goes, are you Ami? Which means that Ami's uh, online handle is Ami, which I think <laughs> is very funny. Well, I also, uh, I don't know if it was just me, but, it, but earlier when she was like talking about how she was getting pumped up to write the lyrics after she got that, that charcoal drawing from her father, she was like, oh, uh, like it sounded like she was writing in correspondence to NT. 
like or, or like some kind of message board post or Wait, email th- about the fact that she's writing the lyrics maybe that's what i thought because but that maybe makes I'm, it seem I mean, like maybe i was way less maybe cool. i was just projecting well it seemed more like they were online friends or just acquaintances you know and she was just like shooting out a tweet being like hey i like your work well, well, she, tweets, he I also think. mentions that she's told him about the rest of the scouts he goes oh you yeah. must be ami's friend she's yeah. told me so much so, about you so i think that they're online friends they must be or either again they're mutuals yeah they're either mutuals. that or like you said he's got a <laughs> nt message board or maybe maybe he's on ami <gasps> i mean well Angelfire.com, geocities.com slash Hollywood slash 66402 <laughs> slash Ami's place slash Ami. Ami.html. I'm trying to remember. So I guess circa 1995, I don't think I had a website, but maybe 96 I did. And I wouldn't have had a message board, but I would have had a guest book, like you said. So they all head off with NT to go talk about these new lyrics. Uh, Vesfes, meanwhile, is creeping around a corner and watches all this and presumably goes, hey, those are the Sailor Guardians. <laughs> Does she, though? I mean, she should, because she knows who they are. Does that make sense? Well, let's let's keep going for it. <laughs> so uh, it turns out that uh, Nishino is a music teacher. Uh, and too bad, Ami. He's got a girlfriend. You know, they never really explicitly mention their relationship with each other because i was waiting because they looked very similar and i was like are they brother and sister or are they boyfriend girlfriend and they never really explicitly said they're just like oh we work here together and we have to teach kids music and i was waiting for them to maybe have that type of reveal like you know be like oh this is my girlfriend or oh we're just friends or oh that's my sister well her name is kyoko and he says, uh, let me introduce you. This is Kyoko. We composed together, <laughs> which I feel like he would have mentioned if, if, if uh, she was his sister. Then we get what might be the line of the episode. This is Ami, you know, from the Internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, he's talked about her or or the or the girlfriends on the site too, whatever site this is. Yeah. Music chat. Uh, it's Mina who immediately identifies her as a girlfriend. But as we all know, Mina, Mina's got that on her mind. <laughs> so uh, they all sit down to go over the lyrics on these weird little chairs. I think it's because I think because they teach um, kids. Yes. Oh, that ma- okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like kindergarten chairs or stools or something. Yeah, they look like the little um, mushrooms from Super Mario 2. Yeah, yeah. The stackable ones you throw at Mouser. The weird part about it is that they don't have two adult chairs because he's sitting in an adult chair and his girlfriend is sitting next to him on a tiny stool. Yes, but I think, like, obviously Venus is right (laughs) about everything always. Anyway, my point being, yes, they're they're partners and they're they compose together, and yet he's sitting on this adult chair, and she looks like she's like crouching down next to him, like, which is it's it's like when you have people over and somebody's got to sit on the ottoman. Yeah, sure. Uh, he says our dream is to become composers known around the world, and she goes, "Is it okay to dream so big?" <laughs> which is pretty brutal, honestly. Oh, this look that they give each other—they're definitely, they're definitely. 
Yeah, we get them gazing into each other's eyes silently, framing Ami yeah. in between their faces, which is a very good shot. They start asking what Ami's dream is. Yeah. And all of her friends are like, she's going to become a doctor. That's her dream, obviously. Yeah, n- nothing creative. Yeah. Nothing important, like, uh, like doing piano. And she immediately feels, like, mouseish and, like, sad about her really, really extraordinary dream of becoming a doctor. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they could have said, oh, Ami's brilliant. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Ami's number one in the nation <laughs> in the test. But you know what? But, like, but honestly, that's that's like a thing. Like, uh, I'm not going to. Okay. I, I don't. Uh, I'm, it's hard to talk about this without bragging and tooting my own horn. I'm not trying to do that. Obviously, I have a cool job. I love it. It's great. My wife is a doctor. Like, in the grand scheme of things, I feel like what she does is 27,000 million times more important than what I do. Like, what I do is noticed by more people because I do things that are noticed on a national scale sometimes. So she ends up like being like, oh, you know, that's, you know, you're so cool. Like, you have this cool job that is so awesome. I'm like, no, your job like matters. Like, my job is a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, your job, Jordan, and my job are the yeah. least important jobs. <laughs> Yeah. If something serious happens in the world, we're useless. She is incredibly important and valuable. I mean, look, I am I am about ready to take my new position as the storyteller who knows oh. the the before times. You're gonna, you're I gonna feel like that's coming. <laughs> you're just, you're just gonna re recap Sailor Moon and Xena episodes to people. <laughs> yeah. Around around a fire in the ruins of civilization. I'll be like, okay, so then Joxer heard a bell and it made him fight real good. <laughs> what was that movie? The was the movie about dragons where they're like reenacting Star Wars for the kids? Uh with I, Christian Bale in it. I have no I wanna guess Reign of Fire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reign of Fire. It's okay. like a, it's like post-apocalypse because dragons came and like ruined everything. And there's a scene where they're reenacting Star Wars to like entertain the children. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. It was cute. Oh man, I can't wait to fix Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I mean, like, look, kids. If anybody tells you anything happened before uh, Ray and Finn and Poe showed up, that's a lie. <laughs> they're, they're enemies of our tribe. Wow. <laughs> we will take their water. <laughs> anyway enough of that so ami runs out she's really upset the other scouts follow what happened what oh because she because she doesn't have like a creative passion beyond this one that she clearly has in this episode uh she's like you know they're so serious about music i'm just an amateur and all i've got is this stupid uh great brain I'm just a brain school reject. Also, I don't know if you know this. She's one of five like saviors of humanity. Yeah, there's also that. I like I like the idea of her running back in and vindictively being like, "Well, uh, I, I'm I'm Sailor Mercury. <laughs> That's my dream." Well, I'm an immortal. Everybody's gonna be immortal. Your Chris. dream wouldn't fucking exist if it wasn't for me and my friends. So. You know why your asses aren't in comas right now? <laughs> me, baby. <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, so Ami gets really upset. Meanwhile, the our two composers turn around Bang. and Vespas is just at the piano. It's a power move. She's playing on she, the low end of the piano. Yeah, yeah. She she plays a note and it startles them, and she's right there. <laughs> 
Uh, and then the next time we see her, she has pinned Kyoko to the wall with a series of knives. Wait, what? Really? I haven't gotten and, there yet. I'm still and, at the part where the scouts are consoling Ami. And Kyoko looks like passed out or dead. <laughs> yeah. She is knifed to the wall. And then uh, we get another pretty boss move, uh, which is when Nishino goes, who are you? And she goes, who me? I'm just a good little girl who happened to walk by <laughs> and then threw <laughs> knives at your girlfriend. You, you, you guys skipped like a huge scene here that I've been sitting for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talked to Ami. She's going to be fine. <laughs> She's on the show next week. <laughs> she probably has some emotional thing that happens, no? She'll be fine. Okay. This is just this is just Greg 3.0. She has it's fine. true power that's going to explode from the melody in her heart yeah okay it's, right. yeah we know she's coming back don't worry right. so Vesves uh gets out her cue stick and knocks the whatever the, the soul ball i guess uh bounces it around the room and into nishino's back it does not look as good as it did last week when they introduced this concept and made sure it looked dope as shit but she does knock his soul mirror right out what color is it and it's pink Aww. it's not gold it's pink just normal. <laughs> it looks like your average soul mirror. Yeah, your average golden soul mirror with the blue bow that, that glows. No, pink. Pink, pink. Or yes, the sorry, your average pink soul mirror with the blue bow that glows and can give people access to your beautiful dreams. So she's like, oh man, it's just a regular ass. Hey, you know what I just realized? Yeah. And like, this is like this 20 episodes weird. too late. No, yes. Uh, that, that, that. <laughs> That, that during the Amazon trio, I don't remember questioning this, but like I remember just kind of accepting that, yeah, a mirror comes out and then they stick their head in it, you know, like you do with mirrors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what would you do with a mirror, Jordan? Just look in it with your eyes. You don't smash your face into a you, mirror. You, you, you don't dunk it into a mirror. <laughs> you don't just dunk your face into your reflection. Yeah, have I been doing it wrong all these years? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, they don't have to do that anymore, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, So Vespas is like, oh, man, this sucks. And then the scouts show up and we get a truly bonkers speech. Late autumn, my neighbor (laughs) engages in art. I am the pretty guardian. Who fights for love and justice? I thought what? it was a haiku for a second, but it's clearly not by that point. <laughs> what does it even mean? I don't know. I don't know. Please write in. It has nothing to do with anything. It's not. Oh, well, I guess is it is it fall? It, well, I mean, it's almost Halloween. Yeah, it's almost Halloween. No, it's after Halloween, Chris. Halloween's a state of mind, Jordan. Uh, for us, it's almost Halloween. Um, no, it's it's not. It's yeah, mid yeah. It's after my birthday, which means it's almost Halloween. I mean, which means it's almost Christmas. Uh, which means it's basically next year already. The point is, uh, and then she says this weird thing to them about like, "Aren't you ashamed of yourself at this age?" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, um, I was really confused by that comment because I was like, "They've been doing this for a while," but I don't know how old Vespas is supposed to be. She looks younger, but also kind of older. Well, I mean, we got a wild-ass spoiler <laughs> about what Vespas is supposed to be. Oh, right. Yes. From last episode. But it's not in the anime, so it's not really yeah. a spoiler. Do you know about this, Betty? No, no. Uh, the Amazonas Quartet in the manga 
This does not happen in the anime, which is why we are talking about it, even though it would be a huge spoiler. They're chibi sailor scouts. Oh! From the future! Well, I mean, that makes sense of their colors. Yeah, yeah exactly. That And that's, that's never addressed in the anime. No. Nope. Apparently not. That is crazy. Hey, wow. speaking of crazy, guys, I just saw this monster come out, and it's amazing. Yeah, this is Carol yeah. Carol Girl, oh the dream eating frog. I I love I love the monster. I want to be her. It's it is when I saw it, I was like, oh, is this why Betty got these episodes? <laughs> what did Sailor Moon just pull out a boxing glove? What the fuck just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she had a little <laughs> boxing glove. It's so cute. <laughs> what is this? A Looney Tunes cartoon? People just have boxing gloves all of a sudden? Yeah, Jordan, this is a cartoon. Did you a know? A Looney Tunes cartoon, I <laughs> it's said. It's been 151 episodes. We're two thirds of the way through the show. Oh, God damn it. That's, that was a mistake. <laughs> Three quarters. Sometimes people make mistakes, like not watching the episode ahead of time. So yeah, Carol Carol Girl, the Dream Eating Frog comes out. This and is amazing. She's like a little tadpole with a bow. With, yeah, with a huge bow on her head. And Sailor Moon uh, has like a little automatic <laughs> boxing glove that punches her back into the piano, the grand piano. And then she emerges out back and she is transformed into Carol Carol Frog Girl. And she's like a full person with a bigger bow and frogs. Wait, so is the giant bow why you joined, you did this episode? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I forgot what episodes I was supposed to be doing. Back <laughs> I when, might have gotten this one uh, assigned to you. Oh. Yeah, I think I did because I didn't request any, because I haven't watched, the, like, I haven't watched a lot of these episodes in this season. So uh, when I was watching, I was like, oh, is this why, is this why Chris told me to do this episode? So uh, because, I, because I, I love frogs. I love frogs so much. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I love them. They're so cute. Um, I really want to be like I want I want to own a frog, but um, you have to feed them bugs, so you have to keep bugs too. Oh, get out so, of here! That's horrible. Yeah, yeah, but I think yeah, I think I think frogs are so cute, and I really get excited whenever I encounter a frog. So when when they when she announced Kara Kara Frog Girl, I was like, holy shit! I was really excited. Are you going to cosplay as her? I guess I could do casual cosplay because it's a pretty like it's like just a frog shirt and a big bow, and I can I could probably make that. Yeah. Maybe I'll may, I might do that. Maybe I'll do that for Anime Boston if I'm still feeling it in the melodies of my heart. <laughs> Vest Vest does the worst thing what? you can do to a person, and she traps the Sailor Scouts inside the internet. Yeah, what? How did she get digitize a person powers? I do not know. It's kind of awesome. Because she traps them inside. It's like a Zoolander situation where they're literally inside the computer. Because then you see Vespa's looking in through the screen. And it's all like fisheye lens style. Is she like hacking them? Very cool. Yeah. Oh, she's jacked them into the Matrix. (laughs) Oh my god. And the monster just put a a giant tongue came out of her stomach. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh no. I'm sorry. I was mistaken. Her chest. Yeah. Her shirt. It's like her shirt. Yes. Uh, she's uh, Kara Kara has like these cool shorts that one leg is longer than the others. And I do like this frog t-shirt where the t-shirt is wearing sunglasses. Yeah, it's a really rad frog. A lot of good stuff going on. That's really uh, wacky. 
So Caro Caro girl is going to eat the is Caro frog? Is that what Karope yeah. is named? Caro uh, is like croak. It's oh. like a onomatopoeia. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. Sense. So yeah. Yeah. Caro Karope uh, is because it's like croak. It's like croaky. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so she's going to eat the soul mirror, by the way. Um, just for so fun. That, like, that's not like, it's not necessary. They're just like, hey, uh, why don't you eat her soul? Because you're a soul eater. So you know what we really need now is naked Ami. What? Yeah. <laughs> we just need Ami to, to just show up naked and have a conversation with herself. Uh, Ami metaphorically slash literally kind of plunges downwards into darkness and then kind of into her transformation sequence, except the transformation sequence doesn't happen because she's just floating there naked. Oh, I see. Cause the drip happens. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just naked. Yeah. That this is just naked. Ami. Naked Ami has a conversation with Sailor Mercury in front of a full color version of the sketch that Ami got from her dad. So <laughs> there's a lot going on here. Yeah, and she li- quite literally the interaction they have is the Sailor Moon uh Sailor Mercury that's talking to her says I am you. <laughs> and then they go into how they are each other. Yeah. And then what's important is a pure heart that goes by what it feels. And then Ami, who is nude, kind of like merges, like half merges, or or I guess Sailor Mercury jumps at her and kind of hugs her, but also merges with her. She she gets absorbed into her. Yeah. it's And so it's kind of like, if you were going to extrapolate the transformation sequences that we see, I feel like it would be something like this. If the transformation sequence took like three minutes instead of... 20 seconds i feel like you could get ami mizuno of 1995 juban and sailor mercury the superhero from the moon and the silver millennium kind of merging into one being because we get elements of the transformation like she does the little like throw her hair back thing and it's like i honestly think it's kind of a cool interpretation of the transformation and how it works and the two sides of what each of these characters are it's weird, but I I kind of dig it. So I just I had to look this up. How what happened in the uh-huh. Clover Way? And oh right, I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, because yeah. Ami's naked. <laughs> so if, just so everybody knows, if you if you want to read about the changes that are made to the show for the original original American versions, uh, the site to go to is smuncensored.com. dot uh, com. They've got a very exhaustive. Be careful. Uncensored. It's Sailor Moon. Or if you just type in Sailor Moon Uncensored, don't don't go to image search. Don't go to image (laughs) search. But the on the normal on the normal (laughs) thing, you'll get the site. Uh, Anyway, and they they exhaustively document every single change, even the tiniest change. Um, According to them, twenty five seconds of this scene are cut. Anything that shows her breasts or her but except for like the really, really, really far away shots got cut from this scene, but they, but they kept the scene in. So So like, like, there's still the, the scene of her naked doing this stuff. It's just, you don't see the, because again, obviously, and if we, I don't know if, I don't think Chris said it, they do it like Barbie doll style naked. Like, like there's nothing to see there. Yeah. 
did they do you know if they left in the part where like she merges with sailor mercury because she's she's all covered in that essentially it looks like it sounds like they did yeah i mean it's like it's a very like dramatic scene i think i I think the scene is actually good it's very weird but yeah like we did get that you know we got that email about nudity uh last week and how it has a completely different context so yeah that's true i was just did did we talk about the x-men stuff last week or no i'm sorry so uh, this this came up actually recently at at my job uh, about X Men because in very often uh, when people are having psychic things happen that is portrayed as just their their naked psychic forms. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like Jean Grey naked Barbie doll style, but like gold or not Professor in my comics. X. In my comics, anytime anybody went into psychic plane, they had more clothes on. When you say your comics, you mean that you wrote. Yeah, the uh, X Men ninety two. They're wearing like five T shirts. Yeah, like it's sixteen popped collars underneath. <laughs> I'm talking about I'm talking about classic Claremont. Uh, and well, I wonder and, why that might be. And like Professor X as well, like naked Professor X floating around until he becomes like a giant warrior and stuff and has yeah, armor. Yeah, he becomes like the weird gladiator. Right, right. And but before that, he's naked. Before that, naked. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, but again, but they're also uh, like action figure style. There's no, there's nothing there on and on them. So, so that came up recently. Somebody wanting to have psychic stuff happening. All right. Mercury gets a new jewel for her transformation wand that has mm-hmm. like a little harp mm-hmm. uh, and the Mercury symbol on it. Uh, then we get her actual transformation with the little harp in the background now. And now she can feel the melody of new waters, the strains of harp music in her head. This is my new power. And she gets a new attack for the first time in what feels like 150 episodes. Oh, she's had a couple of new attacks. It's got to be at least 50 episodes since Mercury's gotten a new attack. That I'll believe. Now, I'll tell you like three. Well, let's go down to two. Two things that are super weird about that. Obviously, there's the first thing, which is just that all of a sudden Mercury has is like, yeah, listen, I'm all about music stuff. Duh. Like, how did you not know this? Um, And two, let's go back to the fact that this is all happening inside a computer. <laughs> yep. Because when she I comes if back... she just went on to, like, Google image search, and that's how she got a naked army. <laughs> because when she comes back and she does her attack, you're, you're thinking, oh, she's doing her attack. And then cut to... Was Vezvez? Vezvez, yeah. Vezvez on sitting on a computer still and the computer starts like glowing and be like, "Uh Oh, what's happening here? Yeah. She's digital inside the computer doing her attack inside the computer. And somehow that takes them all out of the computer. Look, why not at this point? So this is Mercury Aqua Rhapsody. I think it's a cool looking attack. Sure. But it should like, it should have gotten the inside of the computer wet and the whole thing shorts out and they are never seen again. (laughs) Well, I mean, we see lightning crackling around her tiara when she does it. Yeah, that's true. But this this is very like an RPG move. I feel like like this is kind of like a Final Fantasy summon because you know we get the big swirling water and then we see like the harp form out of it and then Mercury is just like sitting in midair playing the harp while stuff happens. But is that what it does? Like I I I bet you next time we see her, her use this attack, it's gonna just be like freaking water goes out and hits somebody, not people get teleported out of a computer. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, that that's a very specific use of the power. Like, they're probably not going to be trapped in the computer. 
Right, uh, but what? No, what I'm saying is, if they were in a computer and Pluto was like dead scream, I wouldn't expect. Oh, they just got out of the computer. Like it'd be like, no, stuff blows up. That's what happens yeah, when you do dead screen. They're physically oh, in the computer. Uh, Vespas actually says they broke my force field. What does that even mean? What force field? Yeah, we'll keep it on the computer. <laughs> That's so, ridiculous. So they get out of the computer, and Mercury goes. Playtime is over. And then a child rings a bell so that a unicorn shows up. <laughs> Which kind of sounds like playtime to me. <laughs> so yeah, please Pegasus, Moon Gorgeous Meditation. Moon Gorgeous God. Meditation still looks good. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, and then Caro uh, Caro gets turned into like stained glass and explodes. It's pretty cool. Stage out. Oh yeah, wait, hold on. What? Uh, I've already forgotten. What happened to the normal people? Oh, they're still there. No. Oh, yeah. What? Where was NT during all this? Did he get hit or something? Oh, yeah. He probably passed out because... He passed out because his soul mirror was pulled yeah. out. Yeah. What about his like lady like friend? Oh, no. She's just been stabbed to the wall this whole time. Watching them transform. No, no. She's passed out. Was she? Okay. Yeah. That's convenient. <laughs> So that's done, and now they read over Ami's lyrics, and they're like, are they good? And Kyoko and Nishino are like, yeah. The end. The end. Thanks, Ami. We'll do our best. Hey, you think she's going to be a famous lyricist someday? No, I think she's going to be a doctor and a immortal princess of the world. So. So do you think that this whole point of this whole episode was just to show like, oh, she had an inner heart harp that she that was like resonated by the song. <laughs> and then that's what awoke, awoken her to to become this next version of Sailor Mercury. I, yeah, that's a good question. Like, like, do you mean like, OK, sorry. Are you asking about like story meaning and like like theme or are you talking about? What what made those people making a cartoon decide this is what the show was about? Well, it's more like why did they decide that Ami would be really like like was the harp in her heart that cha- caused her to turn into uh, to transform with Mercury Crystal Power was the only possible way that they thought to get her to that transformation was to be get her really into this song that she heard. Like, like, like we knew there was a harp in the manga and we were like, let's justify this harp. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Like, because, because it feels like, like such a not, like everything about this whole situation is non-consequential besides the fact that she has her transformation. Yeah. 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 What's weird about it is, I mean, again, what's especially weird about it for Ami is that we've already done episodes about Ami that have centered around the concept of the the conflict between her personal desire to do something and her responsibility as a sailor scout for her for her life. We've already done that episode going hey, she her dream is to be a doctor. Yes, it's true. Her dream is to be a doctor, and yet she might not ever be able to make that dream fully come true because she has to be a sailor scout at the same time. And never in any of that does it come up. I mean, also, like, obviously she loves music and writing music. Like, that's just not a thing. And so it's, it, it does seem weird. Although I guess whatever. Like, she, they're, they're teenagers. When I was a teenager, I thought all sorts of things that I wasn't going to end up doing would be important. But what are you going to do? 
I'll, I think what happened was that Naoko Takeuchi decided Sailor Mercury should have an attack called uh, Mercury Apple Rhapsody, where she got a harp, and the show was like, cool. Right. <laughs> I guess we're doing that this week. But like, but but what? It, like, but Chris, are you telling me if this episode had been about chess and then she ended up with a Aqua Rhapsody with a harp, you would have been like, that doesn't make any sense. Oh no, no, that's look. I do not envy them their task. Uh, I mean, I guess music is about math too, right? Like that's the Bach version. Yeah. So there you go. Yes. Well, like it's interesting because I feel like. As a character, I could, like, if, say, they were like, oh, Ami started taking piano lessons, I would, be, like, that felt, that feels more like a substantial character mm-hmm. trait that would match up with the person that she's presented as thus far, as opposed to, like, oh, I heard the song, and I thought I could use some lyrics. And by the way, neither of those piano teachers slash couple, like, said that they're singers true like oh great thanks for writing lyrics to our song we're not singers we just play piano they'll do their best yeah they'll do their best and it was and it wasn't like ami was offering to sing it either no. which, which i thought initially when i was going to the episode i'm like oh maybe she's gonna like have her song you know in this but they don't even play the song it's kind of like uh that's why, listen, can I tell you, that's why Ray was really there. She was like, I was hoping somebody would say they needed a singer. Yeah, right. She was, she was, uh, she was invested in a different way. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the obvious thing to do would have been like, Ami gets into music and she tries to math it out, but she needs to learn to feel the music in her heart rather than. Yeah, yeah. Like, like an instinct, instinctual thing as opposed to like map, like, you know, formulaically creating a song. Yeah, which, you know, I applaud the show for not going with the first idea you would have had when you saw a picture of Sailor Mercury with a harp. But, you know, it's a weird episode in a lot of ways. Uh, (laughs) But now it's time for us to talk about what we learned from it. It's time for Sailor Business Says. Betty, we'll start with you. What did you learn from this episode of Sailor Moon? I learned all about online and the dangers (laughs) of online. Um, I learned about the dangers of music. And the dangers of uh, Frog Woman. Yeah, if you go to meet someone that you met online, there might also be an evil frog there that is going to rip out your soul. I love that frog, though. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, when it's a tadpole, it is, like, the cutest thing in the world. And we didn't it's describe. so cute. The tadpole is super cute, but it's also, like, a trick. It looks like, it looks like shitty anime fan art. Like, that's how big the, the eyes are. Yes. But... They're like comically big, even for Sailor Moon standards. But then they're and not even its eyes. No. Because then the mouth opens and the real eyes of the creature are in the shadowy depths of the mouth. Yeah, it's cool. It's a it's a, it's an evol- evolution pro- uh, protection thing that happened there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jordan, what did you learn from this episode? Uh, I learned to keep my eyes in my mouth, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. How about you? <laughs> I learned that Jordan doesn't need to watch the show for us to make a really good episode. Yeah, man. Yeah. This is a great lesson to learn from now on. Also, I learned uh, what Jordan's email password is. So In 1995. Get ready to send me all of your Bitcoin. Uh. <laughs> uh, no, like, 
a fun episode, but a truly bizarre one. Uh, I think any references to online from 1995 are inherently hilarious. So uh, this one had that going for it. I, I still just love the fact that of all of the Sailor Scouts to not know about the internet, it was Usagi. No, again, feels like she would, though, you know, maybe back in the day, you had to work only nerd, only nerds are online. It, it, I mean, it was not the easy way. Usagi out. doesn't know anything about computers. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You've got but, that but, gift where she's holding the floppy disk. <laughs> but do you think, like, if they were to give Sailor Moon a smartphone, like, or to have smartphones in Sailor Moon now, do you think she'd be like, I don't know how to use this? No, no, because again. It, 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 it's a product of its time. Uh, it, I think. Yeah. I, I think the Usagi's of the modern world know how to use computers and smartphones like more better than anyone does. Because now using a phone in the computer is taking the easy way out. But back then you had to work for it. Yeah, and I guess also the way that we use smartphones now is more like how she uses her her communicators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Usagi would be very surprised if you told her that her phone had a calculator on it <laughs> i think also like like uh it, you know it's the difference between back then i felt like you definitely had to understand co- your computer on some level you know what i mean yeah i mean i think that there was less intuitiveness because it wasn't you know normal to i like it, w- it wasn't like part of our everyday lives to use computers and the internet yeah yeah, at, at this point, like, I mean, it depends on the product, really. But like, if you buy an iPhone, they have no interest in you understanding how it works. <laughs> they just want you to touch it and, oh, look, I hit this, something happened. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A fun episode. I liked it a lot. Uh, Betty, before we get out of here, would you like to tell everyone where they can find you online? Yes, and it's absolutely not through my Yahoo email that I mentioned earlier today. Um, <laughs> you can find me on. Uh, everywhere online on Instagram, Twitter at Betty Felon. And um, yeah, and I have my Tumblr at BettyFelon.com. Awesome. Uh, you can find me at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O on Twitter. You can technically find me on AOL with that same handle, but I'm, I'm not going to be on AOL. <laughs> I mean, I have an email address there. You can find uh, our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason, where he will probably be tweeting about the various podcasts that he does, including. Uh, producing ours but he does ones about james bond and kingdom hearts and the power rangers and pokemon and all sorts of awesome things he'll also be 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 uh, complaining about how chris doesn't love him enough right chris that is absolutely not true <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding hey everybody jake here real quick i just want to plug the second arc the second season if you want to call it that of the magical girl RPG show that we do on the Cool Kids table has gone live. It's uh, it's called Sequinox. Arc 2 is up right now. You can listen to all the previous ones. There's eight previous episodes to listen to. It's very funny. A lot of people really like it, so don't take my word for it. It's run by Sailor Business All-Star Shannon Maynard. Sailor Business All-Star Cassidy Stone is one of the cast members on it. It's super fun. It's really cute. This season's going to be buck wild. And I would really like it if you checked it out. It's called Sequinox. You check it out on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Chris, how about you? Uh, you can find my stuff by going to the-isb.com. Uh, there's links there to the things that I write online and in comic books. Uh, if you're listening to this when it comes out, uh, Infinity Wars Sleepwalker. I almost said Darkhawk. Mm-hmm. Sleepwalker mm-hmm. is 
in previews now, which means you can tell your local comic book store that you would like to pre-order it, and that really helps. Uh, also, the Army of Darkness Halloween special uh, is in there. If you want to go ahead and tell your local comic book store you'd like that one too, that would help us a lot. Uh, Chad and I, my writing partner, wrote those, and uh, they're both going to be super, super fun. So check them out. Also, there's links there to like my Tumblr and my Twitter because it's a bad website, but we are all trapped in it uh in this endless hellscape it's like we were in like twitter is us in the computer by vespas yes if we play a harp yeah if we i could get uh chris aqua rhapsody going and just (laughs) bail the f out of that believe me i would anyway hey turn off twitter it's bad just like just like turn it off take take an hour for yourself sometimes or or like well what i do is i moved twitter all the way into my others like folder Ooh. on my last page of my yeah. on my yeah on my third page of apps and i put it on the last page of the other like after stocks you know yeah i put twitter <laughs> nice. all the way there so it's like uh, uh like it, it's harder to get to but i still have it if i need it which i never i, I never really do I, I turned off notifications that's what i that's all i did do, ter- so absolutely turn off notifications that used to like weigh on me. It literally did. I'd seen a number there and I'd be like, what? All right, I have to go in there. And I'm so glad not to have that anymore. Also, often it's wrong. Like you already saw it. You already saw the thing <laughs> on, on another Twitter vehicle. Like you probably have Twitter on your computer and on your phone mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. You're like, I already saw that. Anyway, yeah. follow us on Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, buddy. <laughs> we need those, we need uh, those numbers for the socials. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you can always follow the show at Sailor Business. It's the it's a good it's a good pleasant uh, Twitter account. Uh, there's lots of pictures of Luna leaning on something when we when we don't have an episode that week. Yeah, uh, and you true. can email the show at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail Which I now I wish we had. I wish I had Fortnite. What was Fortnite fan for twenty sixty nine? Yeah, uh, I wish I had that one to go to there. But no, it's just sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail uh, if you have anything that won't fit into a tweet or you want to talk to us about anything, uh, we are 14 episodes until the end of Supers. Stars is coming after. It's going to yeah. be weird. <laughs> so I'm probably going to start uh, putting out the call for guests soon for, I guess, the last 35 episodes of Sailor Moon. Uh, wow. So don't email now, but rest assured. We will uh, get as many people onto those as we can, and that should be a really fun time. Look forward to uh, lots of returning favorites in those episodes. Uh, also, uh, pins still uh, in the design phase, but they're coming. So we will keep everybody updated on those. Don't worry, you are not missing out. Uh, that's it. I guess join us next time when we are watching. Oh boy, it's a race spotlight. Hell yeah. It's going to be a weird one. I can tell just from the teaser. Uh, Flames of Passion, Mars's raging super attack. (laughs) And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.